0: right. Of course, we said something a little bit about looking backwards before we start looking forward. And of course, 2022 brought a whole lot of adventure as we started loosening up from the pandemic that helped bring people into the outdoors. Of course, at Jesse Brown's and here on the Carolina Outdoors, we are here to encourage people to stay with their outdoor pursuits, with their escapes, with their adventures. Those are some of the things that we help outfit for at Jesse Browns and at jessebrowns.com. Hi, everyone. I'm Bill barty. Wes Lawson is on assignment, and that means he is coming up with some content from the Carolina coast, which has been a hotbed of activity. Of course, this time during the winter, we have a large separation of outdoor pursuits, not just the hikers and bikers, but also the hunters and the fishers. And of course that helps spread us out a little bit and the fishing can go from the mountains. Yes, believe it or not, the cold water fishing stays year round here uh, in this area. But also the coastal fishing has been good. The deer have been out and moving as that season ends. And we get ready for what 2023 brings. Um, For others of us, the adventure could be romantic. And we're going to find out about Tommy, who is on the other side of the glass. And what he had going on during his break as he is replacing TJ, the DJ Boggs, for this edition of the Carolina Outdoors. Now Tommy, you went to the coast, but it was not the Carolina coast. You were down there on the Gulf Coast.
1: I was, yeah. My uh, family and my girlfriend at the time, now fiance, I have to get used to saying that. Um,
0: Woo, all French. went down
1: there. Uh, all went down there for Christmas, and part of why I'm here today is because TJ covered me last week to do that. <laughs> so thank you, TJ. Little did you know, um, but yeah, went down there and uh, surprised her a little bit. Our families were both there, and it was, it was a. Uh, now, well.
0: now this is a celebration. This is a point of life worth celebrating. But for uh, many of us, and we'll find out if it, it went on with you, it is a very nervous situation when you are asking someone to spend the rest of their life with you. <laughs> Absolutely. And then on top of that, you have an audience because you have her people there. You have your people there. It's a celebratory time anyway. It's the holidays. It's Christmas. Absolutely. it's All of that energy is out there. Did that help you, or were you uh, uh, nervous and scared to death?
1: Uh, I was a little nervous, you know, because, I mean, I knew I knew the answer was going to be yes, so that was you know, always in the back of my mind. Like, she's not going to say no, so just always remember that. But uh, coming up with what to say in that moment, which honestly, I couldn't tell you really what I said. It's kind of a bit of a... You know, just a blackout blur, to be completely honest. Um, just sort of got down on one knee one moment and the next we were standing up and, you know, people were clapping and crying and all that stuff.
0: So what's the setting? Are we in a home, a restaurant, an apartment? Uh, so, yeah,
1: it was uh, we had a giant house that we all rented. There were like 15 people staying there. Um, and we were do- It was Christmas Eve in my family. Uh, we generally do like one present on Christmas Eve just for fun, just a little teaser. Uh, and Jess is her name, and I um, decided to do our stockings to each other so that my mom could refill those stockings with stocking stuffers she got for us the next day. That was the excuse we gave. Um, so everybody went around. We did, like, uh, youngest to oldest because, um, again, we were the oldest of the younger generation that was opening the gifts. And I just sort of I buried it in the bottom of her stocking, so it was under, like, you know, fruit snacks and pistachios and some fuzzy socks, and it was the only thing wrapped. <laughs> um, so I think it, I think what she saw it was wrapped. She knew what was on, but um, until that, she was pretty in the dark.
0: Wow. So is this the front end of the trip? I don't know. So it's Christmas Eve is that yeah. the front end or is that the back end?
1: So for us, it was the back end. We were gone from the twenty-first through the. I got back the morning or afternoon of the twenty-sixth. So for me, it was kind of always there in the back of my head, like okay. Three days, two days. <laughs> uh, it's today. It's after dinner. Okay. Dinner's over. We're going to do the presents now. It's time, baby. It's, it is nerve wracking. And like I remember sitting, you know, sort of at, at lunch and being like, can't, can't I just freaking. Just do it now. Just get it done. Well, uh, and but no, I'm glad I waited and did it how I planned on.
0: No disrespect to any of the partners out there who have been asked, uh, who have gone through this. No disrespect to them at all through the nervousness. I don't think it has anything to do with the relationship. It has no. more to do yeah. with the... The uh, theater or the... Absolutely, the The stage, the moment. Yeah, it's a big moment
1: to live up to, you know.
0: (laughs) Now, this is the Carolina Outdoors, so we have to delve in. We've already taken this uh, romantic interlude to Florida, and of course, a reminder here on the Carolina Outdoors, we have a strong Florida listenership as we do blast up and down the eastern seaboard. I'm not just saying that. We have a strong base in Florida, also a strong base in New York, who tune in to the AM radio old-fashioned ways, uh, as well as people all over the place via podcast, wherever they may join us uh, via podcast highlights of the Carolina outdoors. Tommy, with all that being said, what did you do? Because when you were down there, florida known for warmer weather when you were down there just like the rest of the country it was freezing cold did you all get out and about explore do outdoors z type things
1: uh so the first day we were, we were there and christmas day were actually not that bad um so the first day we were there we uh i went on a run like around um one of the resorts and that was pretty nice as we around a golf course um and we did manage to walk walk the beaches for a cup for a little bit um you know beautiful white sand crystal clear like teal water it's awesome down there if you haven't gotten down there
0: 40 degree temperatures
1: high yeah yeah it it got down it got down christmas eve the day before like 20s 25 it was it was rough yeah, it but was good rough. for
0: you not letting that stop you dressing for the occasion yep. and hitting the beach and enjoying while you're there?
1: While you're there, you got to, you know, While uh. you there. Don't let the cold get you down.
0: Of course, one of the things we talk about here on the Carolina Outdoors is getting better at the things that we do. And we're going to bring Cat Harrell on, creative director from Jesse Brown's Outdoors, to find out what she's going to be working on in her outdoor sports for 2023. Cat, welcome to the show hi guys it's great to hear that voice on here now Kat you are you you are one of the outdoor athletes uh, at Jesse Brown's as well as a creative director tell us your sports first off and I know one of them right off the bat is snowboarding Uh, we'll find out if that has anything to do with your betterment but what's your other sport
2: Certainly. So my sports that I focus on are primarily, you know, snowboarding, and another big one that's grown on me over the past five years is mountain biking.
0: And so those oh, yeah. are so those are going to be the things that we are going to talk about right now on the program, because Kat, you're already doing both of those sports. You're you're doing snowboarding whenever the white stuff is being made here in North Carolina, or maybe naturally falling. You hit those slopes, but when you talk about focusing in on snowboarding and getting better at snowboarding, how do you set those benchmarks and how do you set them so that you can achieve them appropriately? So, of course, getting
2: outside is all about having fun, and I don't think you necessarily have to create benchmarks for yourself, Mm. but as someone who is looking to progress in the world of snowboarding, um, you start off small. So I've been snowboarding for many years, so I got most of it down pat. But this year I'm looking to progress a little bit more in terms of the terrain park. So you start off small because you can certainly hurt yourself flailing your body through, through the air on a snowboard. And so some of my benchmarks are going to be like hitting a box jump first versus going to the big slope jump.
0: And stuff like that. Wow! So you're gonna, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you're gonna start working on more tricks, if you will. Yes. Wow. Okay. Yes. Well, so when you do all that, of course, in snowboarding, you have padded, to a degree, padded uh, jackets, padded apparel. You're always wearing your goggles. Always wearing your helmet. Just making sure, right? Oh uh, yes, definitely. Always wearing a helmet and.
2: For people who are looking to get into the terrain park part of skiing and/or snowboarding, I can't remember the technical term for them, but a padded pair of spandex shorts underneath all your clothes will be very helpful as you're hitting those learning curves.
0: Well, and there's a bit of a parallel as we uh, as we move from that. Um, You're so much devoted to this, in fact, that you're going to be living in Frisco, Colorado. So you'll be moving from Charlotte. We're going to miss you at Jesse Brown's, but you're going to move out to Frisco to really hit the slopes and focus on this. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That is commitment for 2023. And listen, for our listeners out there, whatever your pursuit may be, it it could be a walk on the greenway. It could be a hike in the mountains. It could be taking on fly fishing. It could be uh, improving hunting. uh, Or it could be biking. And with that parallel of biking, cat, of course, Colorado and North Carolina, both of them have, as the weather warms up, fantastic mountain biking trails that's going to be your springtime summertime focus what oh
2: yeah switched directly from the snow and snowboard
0: to the dirt and the bike now now tell us many of us grew up that was our first taste of freedom was a bicycle uh getting that gift maybe at christmas and then being to being able to go out and see beyond our neighborhood or where we lived But you're talking about mountain biking, um, and and that is single track, uh, being in the mountains, the uphills, the downhills. There's some tricks involved with that. There's also helmets, goggles, and padded clothing uh, involved with that. But the park part of it that you have in snowboarding, I guess it does exist in mountain biking, but that's not what you're focused on. I hit a little
2: bit of the park in terms of pump tracks and little jump tracks, but I'm mainly focused on trail features when it comes to mountain biking. I like staying on the trail and going in for the long haul and hitting some
0: miles. Now, when you do that, is is uh, timing a part of it, how quick you can do a mile-and-a-half loop on a single-track trail? Do you time yourself? Is it in at any time about speed, or is it just about quality of tackling the terrain
2: um definitely quality of tracking the of um attacking the terrain but i will say i like to go fast i just don't necessarily um time myself
0: all right so as this kicks off how do you first well especially going to a place like colorado how do you take on new terrain because you've you've you know worked the trails around here the parks From Moab in Western North Carolina to uh, the Mecklenburg County Park and Rec system here that has mountain bike trails in it, from Francis Beatty to uh, Renaissance. How do you take on a new area that you'll be exposed to out in Colorado?
2: So, out in Colorado, it's going to be, you know, in North Carolina, we have more of rolling terrain. So, you're going up a hill and down a hill and up a hill, down a hill. But in Colorado, it's more of a straight climb up and then a straight downhill. So it requires a different type of, you know, just making sure that you are practicing some cardio off the bike and adjusting to the altitude of the higher mountains in Colorado.
0: I'm glad you said that, because as we're moving into 2023, we're not just talking about betterment within the sports, but a lot of what you're doing has the health aspect, too, of staying active, uh, working on that cardio, working on uh, muscles that we don't often use. It's somewhat of a workout, taking on the mountain bike and the snowboard. Definitely. (laughs) It's so much
2: fun. But let me tell you, when my head hits the pillow at the end of the day, I'm done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) One more reason to be outdoors with creative director Cat Harrell. Cat, we're already missing you at Jesse Brown's, but thank you for all your work. Thank you for your time here on the Carolina Outdoors and putting out the podcast highlights of the Carolina Outdoors. Of course. Thank you for having me. Off she goes. That's Cat Harrell, uh, uh, our director of creativity at Jesse Brown's, heading off to uh, Frisco, Colorado. For anyone interested in mountain biking, of course, there's a winter short track series coming up in late January uh, put on by Start to Finish. We'll talk more about that in upcoming episodes of the Carolina Outdoors.